Welcome to another episode of the Tokenet Podcast. I am your host, Yas, and I am joined by Tom. Tom Constantine? Hello. I mean, Tom, Tom Constantine. Whatever. Good day to you all. <laughs> I'm also joined by Kitty. Hi, guys. Good to see you again. It's been a while. It's been a long while. It has. I've missed it. What's wrong with me? Okay. I moved. I moved and I had to get settled. And now I'm settled and I'm ready. Welcome back. Thanks, guys. I'm also joined by George. I could be watching Gamera right now. You probably weren't, though. I mean, it could. There's a marathon going on. But but instead, I'm talking about Drive. It's been all day. Anywho, here's Cooney. Here's Cooney. Drive type Volkswagen. (laughs) I think you mean drive type Genocide? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to drop that. I was actually tempted to do that, but then just, again. Just for people okay. listening, we don't actually have any clue why they keep laughing about genocide. Yeah, I don't this know. This is an what joke about. To, but they will explain it, I suppose. Well, explain. Kind of oh, yes. You say you have a clue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, of course yeah, you I, do. I explained yeah. it to George. Yeah. It's okay. He knows. Sure. It's just Tom and Yes. Yeah, pretty much. We're as lost as you guys. Yep. It's all right. Let's get going. Let's do this. All right. So uh, if you listen to episode four of the podcast, we talked about the first 13 episodes of Kamen Rider Drive. Mm -hmm. And since Cooney and Tom were not on it, I kind of want to know what your initial thoughts of the series were going into it and, you know, the first bit of the show. Um, Not great. (laughs) That was easy. (laughs) <laughs> not great um i do you know i'm one of those people that really really dislikes when someone says ah oh, but it's not as good as the show that came before it right. because you know <laughs> yeah. the shows are always so drastically different there's different directors mm-hmm. different producers different writers you know obviously complete new set of casts new f- motifs and everything and i really hate it when people compare them and say oh it's not as good as this one oh it's it's not it's not game and like mm-hmm. kind of coming off game, which I really, really, really liked, and the story was so different, and then to go straight back into kind of like the old format was a bit uh, didn't gel quite with me at the right. very beginning. I watched a few episodes, and then I did a bad thing where it got up to like episode thirty-eight or something, and I was like, okay, <laughs> and I was watching two, two, three episodes a day, and then I was like, oh, actually, you know, I'm kind of enjoying it. I see. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm being honest. I mean, talking about the first 13 episodes, which was uh, the point at which you were when you did the first podcast, I I was avoiding, consciously avoiding comparing it to Gaim, which I found really difficult. I think nobody can do it, like, totally. Mm. And, Mm. but I I mean, I, I was, you know, impartial enough to to tell what was good about this new series what i liked i liked the designs i saw the the cast i really liked the cast as well they looked really well together Mm -hmm. i saw chemistry there uh Mm -hmm. but uh i was a little taken aback by the fact that in my opinion there was not much plot going on in these 13 uh, episodes 
Mm-hmm. I don't see where the the plot is going because mainly because I don't know what the Roid Mutes wanted, and mm-hmm. that's something I'm going to elaborate on afterwards. But I still didn't see it until the end mm-hmm. because I, of I, uh-huh. yes, I also can agree with that. It was very. I won't go too much into detail now, but I completely yeah. agree with what you just said. Yeah. It was a little ambiguous to begin with. You don't know where they're going, what they want. They talked about the the promise number, which turned out to... Well, let's just talk about that afterwards. But yeah, I didn't see what direction the show was going. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I was seeing like... The, I mean, a very heisei post-double, probably post-decade commonplace Kamen Rider. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't liking it at all. Mm-hmm. I think you kind of shared a lot of our opinions. Yeah, I yeah. I did I did listen to your guys' podcast. Uh, obviously, I've listened to all of them, and mm-hmm. I completely agreed with pretty much with what everybody said. Me in too. fact, maybe I think I would have been a little bit harsher in some places. Mm. <laughs> um, is, well, it okay, yeah, is it okay I mean... to start talking about the, the first thirteen episodes? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, if you want, yeah sure. Um, I thought the reveal of Chaser being Proto Drive was terrible. Yeah, Why? Never terrible that. in what way? Because yeah. it was kind of you kind of knew he was going to be Proto Drive. Yeah, yeah, he was like, quite you, to you, the you, right. It was quite apparent. But you know, in these shows, they do kind of make it over dramatic, and you know, there's kind of like a revelation afterwards, and then there's kind of like an outcome. But really early on, though, he heart just no, sorry, brain just turned up in the monster suit for no particular reason in a fight scene and went oh yeah he's proto drive and then the episode ended and it was like what the fuck what did that come from like, what, what, what part of the context was this like why, why did he do that and it didn't really make any sense and then yeah. they kind of ignored that he kind of like ran away mm-hmm. and then they had like 10 episodes where they just didn't address it well i felt to see to me that was more it, uh, this is assuming i'm remembering correctly uh i felt like brain doing that was trying to drive a wedge so that like they he was trying to drive a wedge almost between heart and chaser more than he was uh uh chaser chase and the drive yeah Mm, because he was Right, because you have to remember that Brain's whole thing was jealousy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. so he was extremely jealous of the way that Hart looked after Chase. And so to a certain extent, he wanted to drive a wedge there because he was extremely jealous. And so if you look at it from that point of view and you think of Brain as like a crazy, jealous, significant other, it kind of makes a little bit mm. more sense. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. I, I felt mm-hmm. at the time the 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 writer mm. was kind of told okay you have to reveal that he's proto drive it felt yeah, a bit that... too forced <laughs> in that sense because they had the prototype uh episode zero mm-hmm. dvd which came out about that time because right. it came if if you went to go watch the movie in the cinemas you got the dvd with a certain amount of tickets or like a special ticket and i feel like they were kind of trying to advertise it a bit like originally, I don't think the writer was going to plan to reveal it until much, maybe only like ten episodes later. You know, mm-hmm. like very early twenties or late tens. Yeah. But like, I felt like they kind of went, "Hey, reveal it now!" And he was like, "All right, I'll just, I'll just get hard to to say it, and then we'll just ignore it for a bunch of episodes." 
You mean brain? Brain, sorry. And mm-hmm. Drive doesn't really talk about it as well. No. He doesn't say, like, oh, we need to go save him. We need to go help him. Um, Mr. Belt mm-hmm. doesn't really say anything about it. He doesn't really ask any questions. You know, it's just... It's it only um, a bit odd. The little flashbacks K- Kiriko had, right? Yeah, I mean, Kiriko and the other thing is that... Uh-huh. They revealed that he was Droid Mute Zero before that, right? Yes, another, they did. Another three episodes had passed before the two... Re- I mean, between the two revelations. So, yes, I, I agree that it must have been hastened but for some reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe mm-hmm. the writer didn't, didn't uh, plan to do it so soon. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I felt the reveal of him being Zero was far better reveal. But I didn't quite get why it was episode three or episode four. It was really early. Something somewhere around mm-hmm. that, yeah. Because mm. it was oh. it wasn't just he was a row mute. I mean you kinda could have guessed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for him to be zero and gonna jump well kind of into the end of drive, that didn't make it didn't had no significance. No that the fact he was zero. Yeah. And they really kind of like implied that it probably would and it just nothing ever came of it. All all I have to say on that and many other fronts from that first podcast to now is I told you so. Yes, <laughs> yes. Is... it was so funny to oh. listen yeah. to that podcast afterwards. <laughs> yeah. After I'd watched, like after he had been revealed, uh, so I was like, "Ah, oh, Kitty got that right," and then you also got something else right. Exactly, it was. was about I, got a, one thing. I got a few things yeah. right. I was really yeah. impressed. Was very you acknowledge that in in the chat. I had a very strong feeling of just, oh, Senpai noticed me. <laughs> <laughs> senpai acknowledged me. <laughs> also, I was very impressed because was Drive your first Tokusatsu in general? Yes. Ignoring Power it, Rangers. It, uh, no, yes. Yes, it was. It was. Uh, I started with uh, Common Rider. I started with Drive episodes 1 through 13. And then from there, I went Tokyujer, well, Kyoryujer, ah, Tokyujer, right. finished Kyoryujer, and then finished Drive, and then was so upset with the end of Drive, and hated everything about it so much that I immediately went and watched Forze. Uh, <laughs> half of Gaim happened somewhere in there, and I went like, nope. That's an extremely serious bucket of feelings about to happen. <laughs> I need I need more Forze in my life. I generally <laughs> really love hearing your opinions about Togasetsu because you've come from you're you're a newbie and it's really nice to hear these things because it's you, like you say yeah. you say things that I have taken for granted for like you know, yeah, and fresh. <laughs> yeah, that was I mean that's that's one of the things that honestly sticks with me the most is someone commented on the first drive episode that we did episode four of this podcast and i as i was astounded to find out that there was a trademarked common writer kick and someone in the comments said oh my god i wanted to punch her when she was she didn't wow. know the common writer kick was a thing and to me that's just like really but like, do, do you understand it I'm now? <laughs> well, the thing, everybody has that. Like when I first saw like uh, Kabuto, I saw that he did a rider kick, and I thought that was the standard rider kick, where it's just like a random roundhouse kick. I didn't know it was a jump kick until like I saw other shows. Right? Yeah, and that's not that's not a thing that you necessarily know. <laughs> the, it's not sorry. That's not a thing that you necessarily know unless you've been watching. 
at least two common writers and you go, hey, they kind of did a similar kick. Like, uh-huh. it takes at least two also, for you to realize it on your own. It also doesn't help that Drive rarely uses his writer kicks. So. I was just about to really say, does. that's something that we could talk about. Yeah. He never used it. I mean, they, he did it in the first episode and I remember watching it going, they're not going to do it like that often because that's a lot of CG yeah. for a yeah. kick that is yeah. not that great. Well, the mm-hmm. gimmick you know He, he did use way. it more than O's. Always used oh, it like true. three times. That's mm-hmm. true. So I actually watched uh, just randomly last night with friends Mega Max. Yeah, and he did his rider kick, and I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. it's what, been a while since I've seen that." <laughs> yeah, it's, right. It's like the rings appear, like uh, the free. Uh, oh, from the logo. Uh, it was okay. green, Sorry. red, and yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes. You them. lost me. The the rings. <laughs> in his logo, there are like three rings. And, and like they'll appear above I'm the sorry, monster. In, in what? Like, I mean, in his logo? Colorado Rose, you haven't seen it, but they use he no, uses okay. metals to transform and to do stuff. Is that? Oh wait, wait, that's like in Mega Max, right? With the the, is it O O O? Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah uh-huh. I saw them using those, and I was very confused. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good yeah. series, actually. You, you I, I, I should watch it sometime. Trying to explain that to my friends who don't watch Tokusatsu last night. <laughs> Because I was oh, like, okay, go. double. Okay, you've got double. It's two guys in one. It's USB sticks, and they use, like, information from um, Gaia. Uh, okay. <laughs> to, that, see, that to, makes to, more to sense to me. That then, makes more sense to me. And because O's is right at the beginning, I was like, okay, so O's is three, and he uses animals. And they're like, well, what, what, what are the animals for these? And I was like, oh. Um. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what, the, what the hell are you talking about? I was like, okay, well, it's okay, wait, because then what? he gets groups. So he's like all, all, all fish ones and then like all insect ones. And they're looking at me and I was like, let's just watch. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have a, okay. So what do you, what is it called? Common that Rider common writer. O's. O's? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's written okay. O-O-O, but it's pronounced O's. Don't ask us why. <laughs> no, I, that's fine. See, to me, I see that. And that's how I write when I like do lowercase O, capital O, lowercase O. That's me going, I was halfway interpreting Come and write it. My roommate is in the kitchen right now, and he's cracking up at hearing just my side of that conversation. Oh, man. Uh, so, so I guess, back to drive back to drive <laughs> yes. um that type zero episode zero thing it came out with uh the movie war war throttle mm-hmm. is that, is that yes. where it came, they were handed out at yes it came out um if you bought a ticket and went to see it at the cinema the first uh, you, people, I think. yeah the first ten thousand people got come and ride a type uh if you went to go see come and ride versus come and ride a driving game Mm-hmm. Movie War Full Throttle. You got the DVD of Type Zero Episode Zero Countdown to Global Freeze DVD. Mm. Um, I am going to sit out this conversation because I did not get the DVD because we went to a press screening and they do not give out uh, the DVDs of it. And I didn't want to pay for a ticket to go watch it again. Well, I mean, there wasn't too much to Type Zero. I mean, it showed a bit of them. Sort of their initial investigation for the global freeze. Um, honestly, mm-hmm. I don't remember too much after that, aside from the fights. Is that the, well, the, the mm-hmm. Neo Shade case? What's the name of the organization now? Neo, Neo Shade, Shade, I think, which is the organization which is in the last episode of uh-huh. Drive. 
That's the case they're talking about, right? Yeah. Mm. I believe so. Does anybody remember this sh- this show? Because I don't. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, was, was there anything like... Um, yeah, Neo Shade. They, they were in episode zero. That's, okay. Yeah. 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 So, basically, so, the first episode, it shows uh, Tomari and his partner like chasing down some guy, and episode zero just shows you like what leads up to that. At the same time, you see uh, Proto Zero doing his thing. Uh, Proto Drive, there we go. Yeah. I don't know so, a little before the first Global Freeze and then the Global Freeze. Right. Right. So, mm. do you see Proto Drive being defeated? Uh, I don't think you do. He takes down a Roy Mute, but I don't think he's going to get defeated. Hmm. Interesting. Gotcha. It was basically just to show off that suit. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Which I'll hope. So really, really nothing to. Is that it? There's yeah, no, no real opinion. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because so. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's only like ten minutes, isn't it? It's very short. Yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. a short. It's like ten, 10 minutes. minutes. No, yeah, it was a little longer than that. Was it a whole episode? It was not. I think it was like fifteen minutes. Yeah, something like that. Like, like this, the same length as a ticket coon thingy, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Just far. We gotta talk about that one day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of the movie, did did everybody see the movie? The uh, crossover with Gaim? Oh yeah, I yes. did not see that one. Mm. I saw the crossover with Kamen Rider O's because that was the only movie that I was instructed to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Mega Max is a good film. Yeah, yeah exactly. It very very entertaining. Uh, it was. I was very confused because I had not ever heard of Kamen Rider O's and so I didn't know I was like who is this Ankh guy why does he look like he belongs in a K-pop band what's going on <laughs> yeah that was the uh, thing right they accepted everything that was in the Kamen Rider movie going up space cosmic energy uh, Nadeshiko being a bit of space goo, space goo. they could not yeah. accept <laughs> Ankh's hair Dude, <laughs> I, no, I love Unks. Yeah, yeah. You shut your mouth, Tom. <laughs> no, no, no. I like it. I like it. <laughs> we also had a screening of it with some friends, and uh-huh. man, like that was the one thing that everybody kept reacting to was the hair. Yep. What was it that people were comparing Unks look to? Uh, I know a lot of people compared it to the lady who sang the opening for Forze. Oh, yeah. Oh, Anna Anastasia. Yeah. Yeah, like in the music video, her oh, hair yeah, is almost exactly Oh, yeah, they do exactly look alike. Oh, my God. Yeah, because she's, um, she's a singer for Kamen Rider Forze's opening uh-huh. song. Yeah, it really is similar. makes yeah. me so happy. Forze is probably my favorite Kamen Rider. As predicted ever. as well. We'd all, we all knew yeah. that yeah. that would be your favorite, actually. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, everyone. I, I love that uh, Paula actually watched Forze. It was like, Kitty, you need to watch Forze. It is your common writer. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched it and I was like, Yes, I am Genchan. Nice to meet you. <laughs> wow. So you finished it already? Oh, weeks ago. I don't know what you're. You're behind the times, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, were, the, were all the tissues that we said would be required required? The what? The tissues. For um, crying. Yeah. Yes. For crying. What? Yeah. What? Never mind. I'm not going Wait. to person that. I I I I weeped. <laughs> it was delightful. I I don't know. 
I was to me though, Forze had the exactly exactly the perfect ending that I wanted. And Drive Drive could have gotten there. And what? that's that's what I feel like upset me so much more. As soon as I saw around episode 20 or 30 something where Drive was going, I wanted to be done with it so bad. <laughs> like where everyone else was like, oh, it's just getting good. I was like, nope, it's over. This is going horribly. This wow. is awful. No, I mean, no. you all remember how she got. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, you could see her speech. She was actually upset. Yeah. I was so mad. I was like, this is not a kid's show. This is not something that people should watch. I don't know why they did this. This is wrong. <laughs> no, was she mad. was like, I hate it. And I asked, I mean, do you hate it good or you hate it bad? I hate it bad, she said. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it, it worth noting, I do hate things when they elicit emotional responses from me that I wasn't anticipating. And then mm. I weep and ugly cry all over the place, which we have. Uh, some lovely examples of all over our Tokunet Instagram, um, <laughs> but like it was, it was not that. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, let's br- let's bring uh, up some of that hatred in a bit. Yeah. Well, no, no, yeah, we we need to. We have some other stuff that we wanted to go over first. We so we've yeah, so yeah, yeah, the we, the movie, um, yes. full throttle. What did everybody yes. think of that? I very much enjoyed the game portion. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the drive. It was a little. I, I kind of didn't expect much because at that point I wasn't really enjoying the sh- the show much. Right. Um, but then I watched it and I was like, mm, you know, it was okay. You know, there was thirty minutes I didn't mind watching, I guess. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the final part, which I think is the, probably uh, the strongest part of it, <laughs> was when Gaim and Drive met and just mm. fought together. That was hilarious. I just. <laughs> So funny! It was so entertaining to watch. I mean, they 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 make a like like a good uh, like a good buddy kind of combination. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They complement each other well. Mm-hmm. It it was very yeah. funny to see Gaim introduce himself as. Wait 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 <laughs> wait wait! I know what you're gonna say. I was gonna say that, but no, don't. That's a spoiler. Yeah, oh, that's true. For kitty. kitty, sorry. That is a spoiler. <laughs> Never mind you. Didn't sure. Don't worry about it, Kitty. <laughs> don't worry about it. I don't understand anyway, so it's fine. I don't... Cool. Sure. Well, there is a, small, uh, <laughs> a little funny detail of how uh, Gaim introduces himself to... to... Um, it's okay. Should, I, should, I, should we just cut that out? No, don't worry about it. We'll he introduces it. himself as <laughs> which is wacky and weird, but I'll go with it because who, I don't... Japan. Hashtag <laughs> <because> Japan. <laughs> Until I finish Gaim, which will probably be the next thing that I do. Oh, and then, man. depending on how I feel after that, I might watch Forza again. <laughs> probably, because you're you're at such a... In front of such a... I mean, because Gaim gets really, really good and really bad after that. You're at the yeah, exact I... point where things go completely south. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I'm I'm at the point in game where and, and this is, we're getting distracted. This is tangents, people. Yeah, um, yeah. But yes, <laughs> I'm at the point in game <laughs> where uh, the common writer has to make a decision, and it it's just it's far too real. It is far <laughs> far too real, and I don't like it. And I felt the feels and quit. So, just be ready. Just be ready. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm prepared, and that's why I saw it coming, and I was like, that was when I stopped, because I knew I was not prepared. 
So yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, going back to this movie, I mm-hmm. for me, I thought I liked the Gaim stuff a lot, and with Drive, it was one of those things where it was in definitely the low period of Drive. So seeing that, it was kind of like a glimmer of like, okay, this is what it kind of can be. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not amazing, but. I can see the potential of what this show could be at some point. Right. Like it was dec- it was a decent case and like it was it was fun. You you got to see a bit of an interesting I guess aspect of Shinosuke and all that and just I don't know. Mm-hmm. For being in that drought of the first whatever 13 episodes, seeing that movie later on was I liked it. Yeah. I liked Lupin, he was really cool. Yeah. That, that's one. Of that's one of my favorite henshin sequences, actually. Yeah. Isn't that if I were to use the word swag, which I hate with <laughs> all my heart, <laughs> I would use it for uh, Lupin's transformation. It's such sequence. a beautiful suit. Yeah. That, that's the other thing, but it's amazing. It's so. I mean, it, that's what the word gorgeous describes, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I have nothing to say on the term swag. <laughs> <laughs> all right well then let's just move on just hit a few points throughout yeah. the show um mm-hmm. i think a little bit after you know episode 13 or whatever we got introduced to a few new forms pretty rapid succession too which is dead heat which both drive and mock can use and mm-hmm. type formula which is only drives up- upgrade mm-hmm. um I thought they were both ugly. I got I got used <laughs> to dead heat after a while. But holy crap, type formula is the worst. Is the worst. I disagree. What? Really? Yeah. State your claim. Okay. Um I don't know. I just I, maybe this is coming from the fact that I again view this as not like I, I look at this show and I'm not expecting Game of Thrones. I'm not expecting Arrow. Like there are several things that I'm not expecting out of out of this kind of show. But to me, this is at its base a a fairly uh, simple show where they are are using cars to transform. Of course, at some point, they're going to include a Formula race car. And I didn't see anything wrong with how they incorporated it. I mean, if if you were... I challenge any of you to incorporate it in a better way than they did. Done. I no. agree. I, I don't know. I, I have to agree in that, but it still looks awful. It still looks awful. It's so bulky, and I don't... He, if you look at it, he doesn't move really? at all. Really? You're going to complain about Bulky when he's already got a, ch- a tire through his chest? He can still chest? move with that tire. No. Ti- no, no to be he honest, would not be able. To be honest, I think type technical is uh, uglier than formula. Agreed. 100% oh, okay. agreed. Uglier. Um, I like how technical how it moves, though. Because before it got revealed in the show, um, mm-hmm. they had it in the movie. Mm-hmm. And when it appeared, I was like, "That's awesome!" Because it no, he did the robot and kind of like <laughs> he did like the robot, and I thought yeah. mm-hmm. this is going to be awesome if he does this like every week. And then he did, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was quite disappointed. I was, like, "Oh, come on! That would have been so cool to watch him like." No, yeah, uh, but he he what, looks what, more what are, ridiculous. What are, they, 
What do they call that kind of dancing? The robot. The robot. It's the robot. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh uh like what pop and lock. Yep. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I thought it was gonna be like that. And I was like, no. Common Rider popping off. He did it like sometimes. Oh god! And apparently, he only could transform into into technical when he, when he was like, in his cool state of mind. Yeah. And they just dropped that immediately as well. Mm. Yeah, they dropped a lot of that. Whereas I kind of wish that while they're fighting, if they lose that sort of that mindset, then they you know. Yeah, they break out of the transformation. Yeah. Uh Like if he was in type technique and then he sees heart and then they start fighting and it gets all heated, it would mm-hmm. be cool if he loses that because of his emotional change or his state of mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they My just sort of did. Was... Hmm? So, no, mm. I'm sorry. Go ahead, continue. Yeah, they didn't do it. Yeah. It sort, of, it sort of became like, oh, this is how you unlock it for the first time. And uh-huh. after that, you can use it whenever. Because mm-hmm. while in technical, he could, he could only use the, the door gun. Yeah. Right. And while in wild, he could use only the sword, if I'm correct. Yeah. I, I just have to say that uh, the episode where the door gun gets introduced <laughs> is still probably one of my favorite episodes <laughs> of the entire show. Just just the simple part where he goes, wow, it's a gun that looks like a car door. I'm going to call it a door gun. And <laughs> Steinbelt goes... Can we please rethink your naming system? <laughs> and he replies, "No, it's a door gun. That is the best. That is still the best moment of the entire show. There is no competing with that particular moment. There is that one competing one. Where oh? when um, was it Rena? No, what's her name? The, yeah. the scientist, Kitako. Yeah. Oh, Rena. 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 Yeah, when she basically gives him the gun, he says, "How do you shoot it?" He says, "Open the door, yeah. open it, close." Like, okay. And he opens it yeah. and it doesn't do anything. It's like, I told you to close it. It's like, why is that a feature? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was that absolutely necessary? Yes. Well, it's a door, so. <laughs> still the, it's still the same episode. Yeah. And so I'm calling, that just, that episode was the best. That was pretty That awesome. was for me. Very, very down. funny. I wish Tokusatsu would do that more often. Yeah. Because right? that was so self-aware. Exactly. And especially when we've got such ridiculous motifs nowadays. It would be good if occasionally <laughs> they did more things like that yeah some yeah. stuff that wasn't as subtle like in game they had the the, the diner that they get, went to and they would just eat uh, fruits right you know, like yeah fruit kind of like cr- <laughs> and cream it's like uh, you know that's kind of so i guess so it was kind of more of a joke of it though yeah mm-hmm. so okay so dead heat is ugly type one more is ugly let's move on I did like they they did use those form uh those forms quite a few mm-hmm. times in the show, despite the fact that he didn't need to use them anymore because he had much much more powerful forms yet still mm-hmm. occasionally used them they yeah had, always they would bring up sometimes like oh you have to use this and uh-huh. it's like oh okay and then changes to it. Right. Yeah. For whatever well, I particular that, reason. I, I feel like that's something that Tokusatsu does a pretty good job of a lot of the time. Not all the time, but a lot of the time is that they try to, like, just because you have the new fancy super awesome toy, you don't necessarily jump to using that one for one reason or another. 
And I like to me, that's always kind of explained away in my own head and rationalized as not everything is strong enough to require the use of that big bad thing. And sometimes that's overkill. And uh, so yeah, I, do the same. I don't know. Yeah. So, so even though uh, there are certain things which like, uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. what is it called when they go golden again? I've, I've forgotten. Uh, evolution. Um, revolution. Yes, revolution. when 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 the roid mutes have evolved, and so like you know, drive is facing evolved heart. Mm-hmm. Then like obviously he's like, I'm gonna jump into the most powerful thing that I have because otherwise I'm screwed. Yeah. That's that's obviously a thing that he does, but there's limitations on how much he can use that, and so he goes, no worries. I I get that. I can only use that sometimes, so I'm going to try these other lower-level things first. And to me, I I really enjoy it when there's a good a good balance like that mm-hmm. because otherwise it would just become boring with them constantly using this one-hit kill kind of scenario over and over again. Kiva. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, coming out of Kiva kind of suffered well, it from that. He there. he basically in, he wouldn't even transform into his base form anymore. He just jumped straight into final. Yeah, yeah. but it, final it worked there because everything. that was like Kiva's like Thank real you. form. Let's just go in much into detail because Katie needs to watch it. No, she doesn't well, need to watch Kiva. Do I really? Maybe she likes it. I mean, she no. don't, don't start putting biases on her mind. <laughs> nah, let's do that. Let's go ahead and do that. Nah, I'm just I'm doing my the best to sucks. take Tokusatsu oh, as slowly you. as possible, Kuni. so that way I can maintain my sort of gentle, uh, innocent noob-like standing for as long as I can <laughs> before, before you get jaded. You should watch Go Onja next. Oh God, I think she would like it. Actually, you think so? Yeah. Go Wonder is good. What are you talking about? Let's not. It's a horrible it show, anymore. but I think she'd like. It. Hey, we're, we're, we're talking about, about Drive. <laughs> Guys. We're about to hit the fifty-minute mark, so let's go a bit back to the story. I'm just seeing our yes. notes, and there nobody so thinks we haven't talked let's about. To, <laughs> let's talk about another thing that I was right about uh, from the first episode. Exactly. Where Go is the one who goes all evil and exactly. emo for a while. That's what I want. What I want to talk about, actually. Oh my god! Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, no, no. Okay. Let, let him expose his case. I don't know. I don't think I've seen many people who actually said, "Oh, the bit where Go goes bad is actually good." I well, mean, it... it's one of those things that you saw coming. At some point, someone who was good was going to go bad. And from his personality and all the indicators, it was always going to be go. Always. Yeah. It, do you it, all really, agree? I mean, did you be. all yeah. see that coming? I didn't. That's why I thought it was pretty awesome when she called it. I didn't either. I mean, I, I, thought, I sort of saw it coming because of how uh, Michael Nixon and, and, uh, and Kitty talked about it uh, before. Because, mm. I mean, she even went... As far as to say how many episodes he was staying evil, and he was, she was sort of right in that matter as well, which was a bit unnerving, to be honest. Yeah, how'd you do that? Well, I said about <laughs> five minutes. Exactly, I think, it was is about that, that length that he remained like evil. But I mean, more than going evil, he goes, you know, emo brothers. For people have that have seen Kabuto, he went that <laughs> same way. 
Um, well, I also I also thought that maybe he was dying, so I was wrong about that. Oh uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, about not having time things... to do it. Turns yeah, out that yeah, that was just was... his own ego and being like, "Uh, I need to be super fast and get things done as quickly as possible," which is kind of lame. But whatever, sure. Well, it, was, it wasn't there... just that; it was the fact that he wanted to get rid of the problem before Kiriko found out right. that the father mm-hmm. was behind all of it. Right. I had not thought about that fact until right now. That yeah, when that's why that's that. why he wanted to do it, but that's why he was in a hurry. That was the time limit. Yeah, uh-huh. that's why he was it... trying to do stuff quickly, protecting I... from the truth. That yeah, that makes so much more sense now. That <laughs> right? makes a lot more sense now. Which I that's um, why I think it was justified the dark path he, t- he took because uh, although I mean besides his clear daddy issues. Well, he, yes. he really cared for, for Kiriko and he wanted to not only give closure but maybe try to, to look for a, a, another way to approach the problem that his father was this homicidal maniac instead of just destroying him. He was he was in the tablet. He didn't destroy the tablet. He said he wanted information from it, but it was mm-hmm. it wasn't just that. We we can agree on that, right? It was you know Of course talking to that to see he... what was wrong. That was a, he... a, 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 a weird thing. The whole thing about the tablet, because they kind of, because <laughs> like brain was like, "Aha! I have a tablet. Look, it has your father on it." And it's like, "Oh, okay. So that's why he's gonna evil." And then they went, "Oh no! It's because of Romu One, who's the police chief." Yes, big, big okay, police chief. right. Um, yeah, he, he can do some. You know his his ability was to wipe people. Ah, to to mod- yeah, to mm-hmm. wipe people's memories. Yes, right. and he could change you know their personality for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And so it turned out that he did it on Mac, and it's like oh okay, mm-hmm. like so that's why he went evil. And then it turned out that that he was brainwashing didn't work. He was yeah. immune to it. He was one of the <laughs> few mm-hmm. people immune to it, and he was actually lying the whole time anyway. And it's like well, why did you do both? Why don't you just like turn him evil? I don't I don't get why they did both. <laughs> Like, they kind of like, I mean, gave two reasons for him to go evil, and then it's kind of, I don't know, it was weird. I liked, to a certain extent, that he, it was, okay, so this is a thing that comes up, and this is going to sound even nerdier for a second here than the fact that we're talking about tokusatsu, but... um Ouch. It no, it's it's not an ouch thing. Come on, just so in in Dungeons and Dragons, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a friend who leads QTimes dot com and leads us in a Pathfinder Dungeons and Dragons game every other week, and um, his whole thing that he loves to do is to just find different ways to prove over and over and over again that good people do horrible things for all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of what they did with Go. He Mock did a whole bunch of really terrible things because he was trying to do good with the underlying very selfish desire to not be the product of this horrible evil person and to sort of erase like i feel like that was always something that uh erasing that evil from his and his sister's existence was always something that he wanted to do which is why he never he did his best to hide it from her mm-hmm. 
And so, uh, to a certain extent, if that's why I feel like he was so easily persuaded by his dad in the tablet was that mm. uh, he wanted to believe that the evil didn't even exist in the first place. Like he was doing such a hard, he was trying so hard to convince the rest of the world of that, that he was more than willing to believe it himself. Yeah, no, I'm, I like the fact that he clearly had daddy issues. Yes. And the fact that his once completely evil father had turned good he was the first mm-hmm. one to believe it. He wanted to believe it. Like, exactly, he exactly. Wanted to believe exactly. That, mm-hmm. that the reason that he had actually, you know, become Mac and was trying to kill the uh, all the Romuds mm-hmm. uh, was because his father was the evil creator. And if his father was good, then... It takes some of the heat off of him. Yeah. 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 Uh, which is funny because he's quite a fiery character. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the, that was perfectly fine. It was just mm. the, the going evil part that I didn't like so much. The fact that he was lying about it. The fact he was lying yeah. about it, and then they made an extra plot point to make you think that he was brainwashed, but he actually wasn't. Right. But I, like, I liked Gore a lot. I did like him. I mean, yeah, he I really... I found him annoying from the get-go. <laughs> he is, yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. He was a bit like Beast in Wizard. Yeah. Like Beast, Beast is a really great character, but he was in such the wrong position. He wasn't in, introduced in the right way. Right. He he didn't gel with Wizard mm-hmm. at all, including the show itself. It just didn't seem to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like that was with Mac as well. If if Mac had had his own show, I think it could be quite mm-hmm. good. I thought it'd be really good. Yeah. But it just didn't work in the context that we had. And I I think I don't know. Maybe he was just introduced too early. Because he's only like episode nine, episode ten, he comes along. Something I like think that. it's more about the introduction and the way they introduce him. Because that's the other thing, he maybe he turned evil too quick for the type of character he was introduced as. Because he was this mm-hmm. overconfident, cocky, goofball kind of young guy mm-hmm. who was just you know uh, following following Tomari like a puppy, and, and you know, talking to his sister. And then there were no hints of any any kind of darkness inside him until all the the whole tablet thing occurred. And then I just totally disagree around. with that because again, I said that he was the one who was going to go evil from. But what, what, the I mean, first where time did that you, we met where did you see it? From the first time that we met him, he's okay. So it, it is a very classic trope in TV and movies that the overconfident, cocky guy who thinks he's top shit. Excuse my French here, but like who thinks he's the best finds out that someone is just as good, if not better than him, and has a whole existential crisis about it. That guy is quite often someone who goes evil, at least for a while. And so as soon as he came in and was like, heck yeah, I'm the best. What are you going to do about it? Like, <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, he's going evil. Let me remember. I, I, I remember they you did addressed that. that. Well, the, I mean, when he, I he wanted, he wanted to, it was like he wanted to be later. better than Drive, so he got Dead Heat from because they could both right. use Dead Heat, and then but, he was like, "Please make me another one. I want to be as strong as Drive." And then right. she was like, Ooh, "Story plot reasons, <laughs> I can't make you anything. Whatever bullshit." And well, no, then he and... was like, "Ah, oh, you know what? I don't need it. I'm still freaking kick ass, regardless." Well, okay, but see, the and... the thing that they said was that. And because you're you're glossing over the reason that they said this was that um, 
it had to do with the fact that he had not truly settled into his abilities and that was what was keeping him from excelling and essentially evolving beyond his need for those lower level things. No, but the other thing is that Mag, the, the Max suit is an actual upgrade of the drive suit. Mm-hmm. So he yes, didn't need the exactly. power up. Yep. And, but yeah, yeah, he, they mentioned that. Yeah, yeah and that's what he kept getting really annoyed about was that Drive was uh, constantly beating these other people and uh, when he was failing and he's like, but I'm supposed to be the one who does the destroying. That's supposed to be my job. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So why are you you the one who's doing this? I don't understand. And no, I, I there, fair enough, yeah. I can see yeah. that, yeah. So well, that that was the thing that they said that he's they specifically had that conversation, and so um, I can see why he was upset about it. But there was sort of a like as Steinbelt said, because he kept looking forward, he didn't take the time. Mock didn't take the time to sort of stop and settle into the things that he already had. And didn't use those already to their fullest extent. So mm-hmm. that I like that. Mm-hmm. That was cool because it, it's a very secondary rider thing to watch the main rider get crazy amount of good abilities. Right? Yeah, yeah. crazy powerful. And then the mm-hmm. second rider is always like, "Oh, like you know, I, I I still have my upgrade from episode 16. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, we're, fight, yeah right. we're, we're fighting like. You know the final guy, and I'm still using this stupid power up. You know, yeah. Well, I, yeah, to be honest, that's... I did like Dead Heat Mac. The way he mm-hmm. looks like a skull, I did like it. Maybe, mm. maybe that yeah. was telegraphing his going dark thing. Hmm. But I, I did was... like that design. I think he was just a lot cooler using it. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing I like about Mac is mm-hmm. like. The suit acting for Mach is a lot more, like, not aggressive, but more. It has more energy. In yeah, fighting. I, I'd call it more aggressive yeah. because I feel like uh, the thing that they've tried to emphasize all along, or that they, sorry, make that past tense. I can't brain anymore. Um, <laughs> the uh, the thing that they always that everyone was kind of trying to emphasize was that. Common Rider Drive's job was to protect people. And Common Rider Mock's thing was to destroy the bad guys. Yeah. That was like the roles that they felt destined to fulfill. And so in that sense, it makes a lot of it it, it, it makes sense that Drive is the one who's like, okay. Let's think this out. This is more about making sure that people don't get hurt rather than we got. We have to destroy those guys. We have to kill them. You're right. You're right. Because actually reflecting the, the attitude of both uh, the suit uh, users, mm-hmm. I mean, Tomari, uh, to a certain extent, did want to negotiate, at least have a dialogue with the Rogers, mm-hmm. trying to find out what they wanted and uh, go. Well, he not only had a mission, well, felt to, to that his mission was to destroy them, but he hated them. All of them. Yeah. 
And that was a conflict that came to be, well, that became a bit harsher when he, when, when if we find out Go, which, I'm sorry, not Go, Chase, Chase. which brings us mm-hmm. to the next character I think we should talk about. Yeah. Just before we yes. go, I would yes, like yes, to yes. say that I genuinely really enjoyed the suit acting. Yes. Of mm-hmm. Matt. I thought that was really it well was... done. It was very beautiful personality, really suited the nice to look at performance. Yeah. Um, it was done by Jun Watanabe, who did come and ride a beast as well. Oh, that makes beast sense. As the suit yeah. actor, I thought he was very good. Every time mm. he fought Bana, one way or another, it always one of the best fights. Like for some reason, like yeah. he he went they all went, out. Yeah. He went all out in all those fights. Like he really wanted to beat the crap out there of There was father. a difference in, in how he fought when he fought Bano, wasn't it? Yeah, it was more intense. Yeah. Like he, he didn't care. Like, and that's why whenever he used Dead Heat. Like he looked more angry than whenever Shinesuke used. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. It it was very. Yeah. Yeah. Really like that. Also, I don't really know how to talk about it because it's kind of weird. But Muck became sort of the Rory of Kamen Rider Drive. He just kept on dying. Mm. You know what? I I totally see what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) But Rory is so much sweeter. Like, they have such completely different personalities and fulfill completely different tropes. Oh, I yes, feel. yes. But I mean the fact that Rory keeps on dying and Mac kept on yeah. dying. Um, yes. And then he kept on dying in Kamen Rider 4 special as well. Like, I don't know why. And that's, <laughs> and I'm sure, because um, you, you guys podcast about Tyson yeah. movie, GP, which I have not listened to yet. I oh, dare you. Busy. But I imagine you guys talked about him dying at the end of the film and then them just kind of not caring that he was dead at the end of the film. And it was like, yeah. this really happened, I guess. Well, my whole yeah. thing my whole <laughs> thing with that was just everything reset except for that. Like, the chief survives and he comes back. But, mm-hmm. uh, what do you call it? Go is still dead. Yeah, and that's the only permanent death. Yeah. It was very... Strange. I'm not quite sure why they did this. Mm. I don't really know. I don't even feel like I can comment on it because I don't even understand why. And it was so weirdly chucked under the carpet. I guess. Mm. I guess well, just... yeah, I mean, it's apparently not not like satisfactorily explained, but it's sort of explaining the Kamen Rider Four thing, which the DVD has to come out yet. So we, we I mean, most of the people hasn't watched it, so yeah. probably that's mm. why it still feels uncomfortable. Just feels like a, a gimmick. Uh-huh, because yeah. they do explain how he comes back. I mean, how reality is corrected. Did they? Apparently, oh. yeah. Oh, okay. In, yeah, in Kamen Rider 4. It's oh, correct, okay. yeah. Which, as we haven't seen, let's just... Yeah, let's just, just, just skip let's let us the fact that he kept on dying. <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll, we acknowledge that we know about it. It's just... So, mm-hmm. it's okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's talk about uh, Chase for a bit. Um, yeah. He starts off as... Sort of, he literally starts off as the Reaper, and this just goes and defeats any Roid Mute that is it any Roid Mute steps that out of line. steps out of line, kind of thing, right? It becomes unusable. Yeah, and then yeah, his uh, slowly you see that he is being sort of mind controlled by um, medic, I believe. Mm-hmm. And well, medic from, yeah. yes, from the beginning, he he is essentially meant to be Rider 1. Right. 
he gets because um, in, in the very original show, um, Rider One gets kidnapped by Shocker and gets turned into um, Hopper. Right. Mm-hmm. And it is Hopper, isn't it? Or am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right the Hopper monster. Yeah. The first. Yeah. <laughs> um, except he breaks out of the brainwashing and becomes good. Yeah, and mm-hmm. kind of what they did with Chase, which I liked because you episode thirties at some point where his eyes glowed and you saw um, him being uh, basically turned into a, a Kaizo Ningen, which is uh, like modified human, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what so they popular. always say about the original Kamen Riders, and mm-hmm. they did that to him. And I thought that was really good. I really liked everything about Chase. Yeah, modified human. Yeah, say. yeah, and it was. I like him a lot. I think. He was I didn't cool. like his uh, that arc leading up to his transformation at all. What? Yeah, it was incredibly underwhelming. Um, even in the episode where he transforms, it's uh, you know, kind of how like Tom mentioned, where like they revealed who he actually is. It's sort of like, okay, he transforms. Cool. Let's go back to doing this other stuff. Like I always felt like the show just didn't give him the attention he needed for the sort of character he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. there was it was a bit strange afterwards how it was like okay now he's coming right chaser and he's just cool. kind of the the backup guy. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like he, he just turns up when there's a fight. Though I do I did like that they, he started to become the person that's like okay you have to do this thing you have to do this thing I'll take care of these guys. Like he always put himself like I'll do the dirty work. You guys go and save this person or this person or whatever. I kind of like that because, yeah. like, that was that was cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you like he generally there was no conflict. Right at that point, he had passed conflict. He was, and it was cool to watch him. Yeah, get over it essentially twice because you know they mind screwed him again. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and to watch him then go, nope, I'm going to save humans from now on. Yeah, and then that was it. That's all he did. He genuinely was well, yeah. But then you also see sort of him clashing with Mock, not just because Mock wants to destroy all roid mutes, but because, um, what's it called? B- because Chase and Mock at that point have overlapping uh, uh, motivations. Mm-hmm. They They are both essentially going after the same thing. And so instead of teaming up, which would be the most common sense thing for them to do, um, Mock and his ego can't handle that. Well, so. and I don't think it's only his ego. I think what, that's what that was one of the most interesting conflicts in the show. Uh, Go versus Chase. Yeah, those uh, awkward. Uh, I mean, the awkward way in which Chase tries to approach Go and how Go just can't can't deal with it. And and, yeah. and how he he feels conflict and how he feels that that solid motivation that he had and solid hatred that he had for Roid mutes and seeing this little, you know, sort of puppy kind of mm-hmm. person approaching him and saying, "Well, I I, I I heard about this thing called friendship and I think I feel friendship for you." I don't know. And let's shut up. You're a Roid mute. And there was this one mm-hmm. th- time in which he exploded and said, "You shut up, you roid." I mean, it was almost like a, like a slur what he was saying, like what Go was saying, it was really shocking to me. It's okay. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make the uh, the Harry Potter reference here. Uh, uh, it was like he said, "Shut up, you mudblood." It was like calling like... him a mudblood. Yeah, <laughs> like like something that you, you. 
a something that was word? dirty uh-huh. and yeah. not one of them and couldn't be a part of the team. Yeah. So I think that was one of the most interesting parts of of the of the show itself, the conflict between Go and Chase, right. and how it ended mm-hmm. as well. That was, I think that was a good ending. But <sighs> I mean, yeah. talking about Chase a bit more, and I know I will be hated for that because I received all the hatred from Twitter. Well, not, <laughs> not that much, but people disagreed with me. <clears throat> I I like Go a lot more than I like Chase, even as a character. No. Yes. And everybody loved Chase, and I understand yeah. why, but I think that he could have been much more better executed as a character. I think there was many incomplete. There were many incomplete processes in in how the character came to be. It's it was like a, like a, like a Frankenstein monster that you cannot uh, completely endear yourself to. I disagree one hundred percent. I mean, I agree that he's a Frankenstein monster, but I completely disagree that you can't, like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, what was the phrase that you used specifically, that you can't endear yourself to completely? I was so on board and so endeared to Chase. I loved everything about his awkward, what's friendship? What are feelings? I feel that I'm feeling feelings. (laughs) And they feel. I think I think I have a case of the feels. That that whole thing for me was just so darling and so endearing that it really struck a chord for me much more than all of Mock's whining. Because that's really how I viewed <laughs> it. It's just yeah, yeah, Mock going, I, yeah. But I wanna be stronger. Oh. <laughs> Like that's all I heard when he talked. No, I yeah, know. but I mean, what I mean, Kita, let me just, I mean, explain further. Um, okay. I mean, it's like, I mean, I saw on Twitter. I don't know who tweeted this. I and I agree. I think that um, Chase was just at the end was just cybernetic cinnamon roll, which I agree. I think it's beautifully stated that way. But the thing hmm. is, first of all, that that you know scary voice that he does when he's a Grim Reaper. With that little baby face that he has. The thing is, I oh, never God. saw a Chase as a, as a threat at all. First of all, because, I mean, and that's something that you would expect. Probably he is going to become a rider. That's what I thought first. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, well, he's given, you know, he's going to be part of the main lineup. So he's going to at least be around, if not in rider form, in any other way. Then we find out that he's not human we find out that he's even not, not he's not even a complete roid mute well it's not like a like a, well the final version of a roid mute he's a prototype roid mute as well mm-hmm. and um, that limits a lot of what he he could become he doesn't become a villain at all he doesn't become an anti-hero at all well not at all but entirely and then you see him switched into switch into this cute, really cute and cute, really endearing character, but I don't know. The process just didn't didn't click with me. I mean, I think he. he, he I mean, uh, to, um, to be honest, you could see from the moment he became a good guy that he was going to become the martyr. And you know, seeing see that. that in the horizon, I, I didn't that. like it. I know that he's going to die, and I he's going to be in a very, very sad way. And realizing it, that at this point is no fun. 
Hmm. So I couldn't just care much for him. I saw that, but I was hoping the show would just go against the grain, and mm. if there had to be a martyr, it would not be him. I was hoping to be go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's what it I thought was, was going to happen. Two. I yeah. was hoping if, for if no martyr. Been. Yeah, <laughs> but that's I, I I I was hoping that that one of them would think that they had to be a martyr, and then it would not have to turn out that way. You know. Much like uh, Forze actually <laughs> turned out. <laughs> I think. Like, <laughs> uh, I think don't I? I like Chase enough, but I did like Go a little bit better, and mostly because I like the actor for Go better than I like the actor for Chase. Mm -hmm. um, I that's I one thing for me as well. I never connected with the actor of Chase. I liked the stuff that was going on with his character, but the actor never really sold it too much. There was only one time that I enjoyed his acting, and that was when he told. I think he told both Go and Shinosuke that he liked Kiriko. Mm -hmm. Or he would question them about it or something like that. And there was one yeah. scene in the cafeteria when he's like confronting Shinosuke and Shinosuke's freaking out and putting water on himself and going all over yeah. the place. And you just oh, see... like, do, do you love Kiriko? Yeah. And then uh -huh. you just see him sipping on his drink just like innocently. Like just looking <laughs> around. Like, yeah. like that was that was perfect. Yeah, the, I they did that scene twice as well, yeah. which made it even funnier. <laughs> yeah, it's just with two right. different characters. And honestly, I love that scene when he did it with Mock, because Mock's reaction was essentially, "Nope, not dealing with it. <laughs> I can't even." And to me, that was just so fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> they just, <laughs> nope. Not talking about this. Nope, I don't want to. Nope, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and just leaving. That was so brilliant for me. That was actually my favorite mock moment. Yeah. I think that and just the gratuitous flipping that I still don't understand. <laughs> which got dropped like got after dropped. two, three episodes. It yeah. Got I did, which, yeah. <laughs> because I think they looked at it and they were like, "Okay, I think we've gotten." All that we can like out of the fact that this actor can flip. <laughs> well, not just I that, think... but like every time he flipped, he was like wearing a different set of clothes. Yes, I know. And you could see the veins so... on the on his forehead bulging up, and he was like, he's not comfortable there. <laughs> nope. He's like, I'm just gonna hang out in a handstand because reasons. <laughs> um... He did it like one more time or something in the drive base, and yeah. I was like, oh, oh, oh yeah, I forgot he can flip. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so let's move on. Uh, let's talk about the next arc after Chase becomes, you know, common writer, chaser, or whatever. Is mm -hmm. uh, Makage. Which the start yeah. of the good stuff. It's <laughs> when I'm the sorry, show starts which... to get a little bit more interesting. Yeah. This is, yeah. This, For this, you I, guys, I, this is a point where a lot of people were like, ah, yeah, this is 20 episodes in, 23 <laughs> episodes in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like 20, for me, the, 27, 27 is a for me, the only stretch of episodes in the entire series I actually liked were Makage and Nira's arc. I don't like anything else about the show. I am I not disagree. that polarized, but yeah, I agree. Those are the two picks yeah. for me. Actually, Nira's is the first one. Yeah, I was the opposite. I enjoyed everything before it got to that point. And then it got to this point, and I was like, "I can I be done yet? Really? Is it over yet? <laughs> when when do I get to stop watching?" That's interesting. But so I mean, yeah. but you you didn't mm -hmm. think it was good, or you personally didn't like? Oh yeah, we felt too affected by it. For me, like okay, when I watch Tokusatsu, 
I have a certain expectation of lightheartedness combined with feelings combined with a happy ending that I approve of. Um, as soon as I got to about this point, I saw that nothing was going to go the way that I wanted it to. And I, I was done. You're going to have such a tough time with dying. Huh? Like, that's why I still haven't picked up Gaim <laughs> after, like, episode 10 or 12. No, but you need closure, <laughs> Kitty. You need closure for what you're about to see, and it does give you closure. Yeah. So, I mean, it ends... It gives you closure. I'm not going to say anything else. Do people live? Does everyone live? Does everyone come back happily ever after? Everyone is okay and friends afterwards. Anyone? No, oh, yeah, totally. It's so not let's go back to drive. Let's go back to drive. I I did really like this. I like both arcs right. a lot. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit confused about why Nira was kind of revealed to be the guy who killed Shinonosuke's father because it felt. They they made a very big point of saying, okay, so a road mood was the reason that Shinonosuke's father died. So it was it was even before he became Drive, his life was affected by road moods. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like he was destined to become a Kamen Rider, mm-hmm. which I thought mm-hmm. was cool. It was very well done, and it was the ability to make everybody forget that he was a road mood was really awesome. And it explained <laughs> yeah. why Gen was so stupid, and he couldn't pronounce road mood yeah. properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really good. That was really good because I like Gen. Gen is what when he's serious. Yeah, he's my, yeah. one of my favorite characters. Right. When he's a bit goofy, yes. I do like him sometimes, but I just generally like uh, like competent police officers in, in my tokusatsu, to be honest. <laughs> and that whole arc, I just thought mm-hmm. was really well done, and it was quite scary. I thought the police chief was quite scary, but then was a bit like, eh, like why? So hang on. He didn't kill Shinonosuke's father. Nira did. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it was like, like a double plot twist. Of, yeah, it was like, what? why? Why have you done a double plot twist on this? When well, the first I mean, one honest, was so I good think... anyway? Mm-hmm. I, I feel personally that that kind of echoes back to the whole overarching thing of uh, the roid mutes are like burdened with the worst of humanity exactly what i was and about the to darkest say. part exactly, yeah. of humanity and uh the the fact that roid mude one was there to witness this incredibly horrible thing that uh, uh the chief of police did and then to benefit from it really showed uh, not only how the roid mutes are burdened with the darkest parts of humanity's emotions, but also how they themselves have done their best to adapt and evolve from it, even when the humans either can't or won't. And sort of the the forcing people to forget thing, to me, like as human beings, we are, in a certain sense, the sum of our experiences. We make decisions based on things that we have experienced previously. And so to a certain extent, Roid Mude 1 and his ability to make people forget 
was in a sense preventing humankind from evolving to give the roid mutes kind of a chance to catch up almost mm. Mm. yeah i agree i mean in the sense that i think they wanted the danita arc showed how the evil i mean it was about nita being the real evil I mean, Roybeard mm-hmm. 1 was there, Makage was there, he was corrupt, he was a Roybeard, he he killed people, yes, he froze people to death, yes, he, he erased mm-hmm. memories, but the one who betrayed his partner, the one who deceived his son, and the one who intended to kill his, that the son with the same gun, just to have mm-hmm. it, you know, have it off for the mm-hmm. last time, mm-hmm. and see the Tomari family fight, uh, lose again, was a human. Mm-hmm. And he was, yep. and and that together with the fact that this new Roid Muse with the, with the with the red viral cause that could synchronize mm-hmm. with certain emotion. I mean, Makage, it's so well articulated this this arc because of that. Everything just makes sense. Makage explaining that the key to to Roid Mute evolution was the being filled the with, with, with with a particular emotion. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the, the this advanced red broid muse could synchronize with people feeling that particular emotion, which was which was always negative. Mm-hmm. That's that's how Nita could synchronize with the with the thief roid mute, and that's why that that mental right. woman who who had his father arrested could synchronize with the other roid mute. That was another brilliant episode, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. then, but the real evil and Hart said it. Mm-hmm. Are you really fighting the real evil? Think about mm-hmm. what the real evil is. Right. Think about and, what and a situation. Me, uh-huh. That totally leads into the whole Bano, Bano conversation of just like how friggin' evil was that guy? Yeah. Just like even the Roid Meads were like, yeah, no, he fucking. Excuse me, but he. Friggin' tortured us. Yeah. He tor- He made me take on the appearance of someone who he felt wronged him, and then he tortured me. And I won't let him do this to anybody else. The fact that that influence was the first human interaction that the Roidmeads experienced is so terrifying, and it makes their whole plight so much more understandable. Like we get a little bit of the, the human emotion thing um, in say, for example, Kyoryuger, like that was the whole thing. They were trying to collect human emotions and feelings to be able to evolve in this whole, you know, like we, we saw that there, but this was a whole other side of that. That was way more complex. Yeah, that was that reveal. I was like, "Ooh, shit! No wonder they hate humans." Yeah, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, okay, I can understand yeah. why you want to kill off humanity. That's a pretty good reason, right? Can't fault you and, for that. And and to that extent, it kind of even explains why medic was simultaneously the best and the worst of them. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I was surprised. I mean, because I didn't like medic at all. That stupid mm-hmm. half-assed ballerina just. <laughs> sucking up too hard and I was like what the fuck yeah. but then I... <laughs> go ahead go ahead no, no no I was just gonna say that um, I, I while I enjoyed her character and 
hate loved I loved to hate her. Uh-huh. I did not love to hate how much that actress sucked at that. <laughs> like I just, yes, if, if you're gonna get someone yeah. who really all they have to do is have a pretty blank expression anyways, pick an actual ballerina. Yeah. Just do it. Well, <laughs> and they stopped doing it. I mean halfway it, it happened all the time. The thing is, mm-hmm. and, and that brings me... Well, let's go in order. Well, and, I mean, do you have any other thoughts, guys? George, uh, Yas, Tom, on the Roid Mute? Because I think Kitty and I have talked too much. Well, um, to be honest, even now, I don't... didn't really get what the Roid Mutes were doing for quite mm-hmm. a while. Exactly. It was a very... It was like, oh, um, why are you painting those women and then putting them into the picture frame? It was like, what? What are you gaining out of this? What emotion are you gaining out of this? What are you, What are you getting mm-hmm. from this? Yeah. And then they randomly went, oh, okay, now the Romans can combine with humans. It's like, well, um, okay, I guess that works. It's like, so what? What was the aim here? I don't get it. Like, you, it kind of felt like they, uh, the the people who worked on it went, okay, we're not really enjoying making them copies of humans and doing all these random things. We'll just make them combine now because that seems to make more sense in the plot. And I think it did make more sense in the plot to make them like combine with a human that had a similar powerful evil emotion. That was the kind of thing that that was the thing that kind of made me not like the Roman for a long time was the fact that I couldn't figure out how they worked. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if they were like because we have some shows where they make just copies of you know their victims. Some of them mm-hmm. they fuse with them, but this one mm-hmm. seemed to do both at the same time mm-hmm. and it always confused me as to like how are they working what is this Lord mood doing versus this Roid mood and I don't know it it always like the fact that I couldn't figure them out for a long time annoyed me and seeing the origins of it through Bono's story helped a little bit but it still doesn't explain mm-hmm. a lot of how they work like throughout the show for me I don't know to me I, I saw in looking back, and if I were to go ahead and watch it all over again, I would say that for me it seems like sort of not exactly a natural progression, but very like uh, they the it's sort of like the roid mutes came to came into being, imprinted on particular human emotions. And then didn't know exactly what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So when they found people who they, they... When they found humans who they identified with, they tried to kill and replace them until they figured out that they were better off fusing with them and using the humans to move forward on their own, to learn from mm-hmm. them and become better than them. And but, I think that confusion that you feel, well, it, it may not be like on on purpose, but maybe natural, because I think uh, out of the many villains that Kamen Rider has had, well, the many Heisei mm-hmm. villains, I think they are the most imperfect. Right. And because mm-hmm. they were imperfect creations, um, maybe Bano did think of emotions as part of the catalyst to make this uh, cybernetic life forms evolve. Mm-hmm. But the life mm-hmm. forms themselves didn't uh, weren't prepared to to cope with these complex things that were human emotions. They mm-hmm. they become they became more self aware. Maybe they they discovered even in in a very very 
incomplete way. How, what is to be a human, maybe, sometimes like with Q-chan, this episode, episode 25, one of the best. I think the first episode, I think, was the best. It was the first time we saw that the Roid Mutes were not inherently evil creatures, that they were just, they had no idea. And they were mm-hmm. so blank and, and so hollow that whatever you filled them with became what they, well, I mean, they became that. Like with Gyuchan, they I mean, he became an otaku just out of himself. They found a, they synchronized in, in many ways. <clears throat> and that was, he was so mm-hmm. sad when Medic, because it was Medic, I, I need to, mm-hmm. to notice. It was Medic, it was not Chase, the one who executed this uh, unworthy Roid Mute. Because he, mm-hmm. he turned out to be, uh, you know, willing to coexist instead of conquer. Right. Then comes uh, right. Hart's, um, uh, you know, speech about that. I mean, Hart's idea. Because Hart didn't really want to destroy humans. He he loved Roid Mutes with all his heart. Mm-hmm. Excuse me for the redundancy. And then he wanted uh, to conquer. He didn't want to eliminate and he was, mm-hmm. I think he was a clear example of how Roid Mutes turned out to be just, uh, you know, a new life form that wanted to exist mm-hmm. and couldn't. And that was really, really sad. That, yeah. Uh, uh, we're not quite at the end, but I feel this is a good time to talk about how he died at the end. Heart. Well, the death of the Roid Mutes was, was heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Yeah. That was so heartbreaking. There's no, there's no other word to describe it. It was just heartbreaking. Let's go in order. Then let's start with Brain. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, he finds out that he's in danger, that there is a bigger danger to everyone that is Banno. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, Tomari turns and, you know, protects him. He tells him, get the fuck away because he's going to get you. Mm-hmm. Then he well, finds they, they out. Do, mm-hmm. They do some, like, the three guys kind of do something that's opposite or mm-hmm. kind of in their name or slightly against their nature, mm-hmm. in a sense. The brain didn't really end up using his brain he kind of used his heart right. yeah that's mm-hmm. true um, Medic ended up healing someone who wasn't a Romude right mm-hmm. and then Hart who was proud of himself constantly proud and constantly wanting to fight his last words were will you please remember us like with mm-hmm. sadness yeah, yeah, that's the thing that's, oh, the, uh, that's what he was so they were great, and um, it came right yeah, after yeah. Brain, Brain uh, evolved. I because that scene was delicious as well. When Brain uh, humiliated Medic after he evolved, right? That was so mm-hmm. satisfying to see. <laughs> so it was. good. But then, then you turn. I mean, that uh, you connect those two scenes: Brain humiliating Medic, and then a few episodes later, Brain sacrificing himself for for Medic. Mm-hmm. I actually did cry a bit when he when he died because of that selfless act that he was capable of, and because remember what he said, he was just repeating what he always said about why he th- he thought he was Hart's favorite, mm-hmm. and Hart and I I read the production notes actually, and when they directed it, the director told uh, the actor pl- that plays Hart connect with him, do something to connect with him. And mm-hmm. he tried the hand first, and he said he, he, he I mean, the hand didn't do what, what needed to be done. So he went mm-hmm. for the face. And, well, you see the results. Right. It was, it was sad and, and heartwarming at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
But please, let, yeah. let me. Let, uh, I need to let you talk about the others because I have talked too much. <laughs> Go ahead. As you were so passionate about medic, Kitty, <laughs> would you like to talk about her? <laughs> yes, please. Who me? Yes. yes. Oh, medic. Fan. I'm. I'm. Well, I. Okay, medic. I came to like and understand her much better as the series went on and we finally got to her arc. I I really liked the direction that they went with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that she actually, <laughs> this is going to sound really dumb, but I love that her unconditional love that she bonded with was that of a dog. I loved it and too. I, also, I know. No, so good. So good. I it was also so, yeah. slightly <laughs> hated it because, and, and this is just, my feminist side twitching a little bit. Mm, I, I understand what you mean. Uh, yeah, it's like, really? You're going to make the woman the one who can't handle being alone and so she has to unconditionally love all the men in her care? That yeah, just... yeah. I didn't feel that comfortable me and myself, it... yeah. Yeah, there mm. was that that particular aspect yes, of it yeah. just slightly rubbed me the wrong way because I, I've gotten to the point where I've seen the, the, this sort of trope amongst the women portrayed in tokusatsu a little bit too often now. <laughs> right. Like it, it just gives me that little twinge, but I do love that the basis for that love has nothing to do with romance and has nothing to do with any other person. It has to do with just this woman and her dog and and that the that whole basis for affection and love and understanding and just doing your best to be there. As an animal person myself, that is is just so important to me mm-hmm. and I loved it I loved every single aspect of that familial love it was that... just a yeah, clean simple unconditional love that's what I liked yeah. about it it was so easy to understand it was made pure. so much sense yeah because mm-hmm. it was pure that's the thing it didn't have any 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 kind of detail or any kind of vector it well, was just and, pure as... love yeah, and as as uh, Bono said, uh, her her unconditional love became infected and tainted by other things like lust and things like that. Yeah, which was and by the other Romudes. Yeah, mm-hmm. precisely. Which made and it so even I worse. Felt, right, and and but I feel that that is kind of a key aspect of it that those other things tainted what was at its base this very wonderful thing that is throughout everything and throughout how horrible she is and how the worst that she gets it has this underlying undeniably good foundation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that is the basis for all of these terrible things that she does I think yeah I think that really everybody can relate to that Mm -hmm. because you know, underneath everyone is good, but when you do something bad, you always think, "Yeah, but I know I've done something bad." But originally, oh, I'm yeah. a good person. Someone, I'm or... a good person. Uh huh. Right, and, and, it's, and it's the good. the quintessential the hell 
the road to hell is paved with good intentions yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, certainly. Mm-hmm. George, what about you? You've been really quiet yeah. for a while. Uh, the, the most emotional one of the group should do heart, I believe. uh no i liked heart a lot um especially the ending where tom mentioned the uh you know just remember us Mm -hmm. uh that's actually the one point in the series i cried Mm -hmm. yeah because leading up to that you saw shinosuke getting to getting ready to fight you you see him with the driver in hand he's just like i don't want to do this anymore i don't want to fight and I don't know. I think that goes in hand with uh, the genocide thing that Kitty had mentioned earlier. <laughs> okay, now you get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. And it was just yeah. like, like everybody's just so tired of fighting at this point. And whether they were bad or good, it didn't really matter at this point because everything was working against them. They were just thrown into these roles and they didn't really have a choice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's my thing. I, yeah. I, I'm going to add to George's crying story okay. and add my mm-hmm. own. Um, yeah. We interviewed the Legend Hero 90s. Yes. Uh, which is a, a, a group of four guys who's made up of four 90s Sentai heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, interview will be out soon. Hopefully, it should be out by the time this recording comes out. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> and then I was on the train to go meet some friends. And so I was watching it on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I sat and cried on the train. In front of like, a busy train, wow. and loads of people there, and I was, I was just like, "This is so good," and I'm so happy watching this. I don't care mm-hmm. if anyone judges me. A grown, grown man on the train, standing up, crying, looking at his phone. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like for me, it was by that point, Drive was such a bad show. I just <laughs> wanted it to be over. So yes. then this moment comes up that I'm not expecting at all, and like. I am totally defenseless against it. Yeah. I can't yep. do anything but cry. Yep. See, for See, me... That, that's how good it was that even people, you exactly. two guys didn't like the, the show that much by that point. That even you guys yeah. were like, yeah, it was good. Yeah. For me, like, okay, so this was this was the message that I sent around after I sort of had my rage quit at the end of Drive. I said, uh, uh, for me, the show became just this horribly too realistic tragedy about humans perpetuating genocide. They brought a whole new life form into the world to satiate the ego of a crazed narcissistic scientist. Humanity in its entirety failed to understand it and ultimately needlessly destroyed everything that was good in them before committing genocide and driving them into extinction. And that was essentially what the whole show boiled down to. Yeah, that, that's essentially I mean, how I saw the show. The first time she said that, I was like, come on, calm down. I seriously thought, <laughs> no, no I, I can be honest now. I can be honest. It was like, I, I think you're overthinking it a bit too much there. But mm-hmm. then, I thought and thought and thought about it because the thought wouldn't leave my head. And I became mm-hmm. sadder the, the more I thought about it. Because it made yep. so much sense in the end. Yep. These these were such I mean, as I said, imperfect beings that became mm-hmm. such a victim of the circumstances of this evil, evil creator of theirs. And mm-hmm. maybe uh, victims of their own nature. And how mm-hmm. unwelcoming manhood uh, mankind is, how how uh, arrogant and destructive mankind can become. 
that when this mm-hmm. this phenomenon happens, this I mean, if if it, if this new life form were to spring out into existence, we would very likely do what happened and destroy them with yeah. our own darkness within. Mm-hmm. That I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, that that's why uh, it convinced me so much, and it made me feel so bad. Yeah, because I mean, ultimately, humanity created the roid mutes. Humanity corrupted the roid mutes, and humanity then blamed the roid mutes for being imperfect and corrupted. Understood. And then humanity destroyed the roid mutes. And this is something. That, this is where it got like. This is why one of the reasons why it was kind of essentially too real for me right. was that humanity does this to themselves all the time. All the time. Just. All the time, whether it's gender equality, racial equality, sexual identity, uh, sexuality, just all these things. We are constantly finding reasons to go after each other when it's it's just stupid. And to see it just turned onto some poor creatures that only came into existence because someone was a narcissistic psychopath... And then destroyed them and yeah. completely wiped them out. It was just so sad to me because all they wanted to do was exist. That was all they wanted. That's why Hart's death is so so heartbreaking because he he thought yeah. about, about that from the beginning and that speech mm-hmm. at the end and remember us that thing he was. I mean, if we cannot exist, then at least we can yeah. be remembered. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I agree with Kitty in that sense wholeheartedly. Yep. Yeah. So, so <laughs> that's one part of the finale. Mm-hmm. There was a whole other scene going on. Mm-hmm. In that particular portion of the series with mm-hmm. Chaser and Mac versus Banner. Oh, right. Yeah. That now, what did you guys think about that? That may on a technical level, that may be my favorite battle in the whole show I think just technically how it was done and mm-hmm. as far as what happens with uh, Chase sacrificing himself mm-hmm. like especially after all those little moments that we saw with him trying to connect and with um, well, figuring out what friendship is what love is who should be in love with who and like him yeah. sacrificing himself both with his love for Kiriko and saying you know I think Shinosuke should be with He sort of decided Mm -hmm. himself that they should be together. And then sacrificing himself uh, to defeat Bano and giving uh, Mach his uh, driver's license, which was like, oh Mm -hmm. my god. Like, I don't know. Because he worked so hard to get it. He worked so hard to get that license. He could be like a human. He stopped halfway through his exam to fight a roid mute and then came back and finished the exam. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh man. But yeah, I, I I thought that. I, I like that uh, that scene a lot. I like that whole thing. I, I and I liked how um, how emotional Go got at the end, and just saying mm-hmm. like at the end he sort of accepted him. And it was a little too late, but he accepted him as yeah. a fellow common writer and as a friend. Yeah, the the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the line he says is like, "You you create the Romus that then killed this. You betrayed me and my sister. You you know done this and this." And above all of that, 
you killed my friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, kick his ass. No, yeah, it was, it was like that. It was not crying. It was like just yeah. burning and saying, kick his ass, kill him. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why it was Which... so great to see, you know, the the scene that we all so well enjoyed. And you were just and rooting was so for him the about... Which is good for um for Matt, especially because he was always a fired up character. Right. For him to yeah, get fired yeah. up at that point was like, yep. You're, you're mm. angry, you're pissed, you're upset, but you're still mad. Yeah. You haven't changed. And we are with you. We, we, you, you know, we're watching you. We're cheering for you. Fuck that belt up. Kill your dad. Kill your dad. Yep. Fuck that belt up. Murder. Uh, Get that axe. Well, Fuck I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, besides, I mean, you know, we have to throw aside the fact that he's killing his own father, but... Yeah. At that point, he, he, he already accepted him that you are not my father kind of thing. Like, he already said, like, you're a monster kind of like, well, but he did say goodbye, Dad, at the end. Sure. That felt very. Uh, I I didn't think like he wasn't being sincere about that. I felt well, like he didn't need must, that. Maybe have been ironic. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, I could have done without that. Really, yeah. I didn't really need to hear him say, "Oh, goodbye, Dad." I kind of want him to just spit on his grave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the fact that he. There's a certain part of him that held on to that affection for his father that actually helped mock to retain and reclaim a little bit of his humanity. And would you that, call it affection though? Because I think it was more like an obsession that he had that became an attachment. To me, that's kind of like it. it it started from a place of affection mm-hmm. that was then corrupted into a place of obsession. And once he was able to, in a sense, burn through all of his own selfish feelings about the situations and burn down to the truth of the matter, he was kind of able to, it, through, the fi- through that final fight where he finally defeats him, in my mind he was able to kind of much like medic go back to that original feeling to that original love that uh led him down this path in the first place and so to me the fact that he didn't completely disown himself from his father and all of that actually made it a much more conflicted and much more human Mm -hmm. and and i liked that a lot yeah. Personally, it felt kind of cold at the end because he's like, "No, don't do it." He's like, "I mm. love you, boy." <laughs> we didn't say that, but you know, he was like, mm. "Ah, it'll be fine." You know, we can we can go for, play catch in the park. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> just like, "Well, he no, was sort of saying like, no. no, go go, please, please think about this, think about this. You're being too hasty." <laughs> go to your room. <laughs> I'll ground you. You can't play the twice like, anymore. No. I'm just going to take the X from my friend that you murdered. And <laughs> bomb. That was good. Yep. The the way that shot, that whole fight was shot. Yeah. Everything, there was not anything that I did not like about that. That was great. To be yeah, honest, to everything. Um, when uh, Chaser's belt got destroyed and then he transformed into the machine chaser. Yeah. And that was awesome. And just so he could take the extra kind of hit. Yeah. And then the final lines that he says, everything, everything was good. I liked all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I also liked. Um, well, she's not the best actor, but I did like when Kiriko came and find out that Chase died. Like 
seeing and she's like yeah oh where's chase yeah, <laughs> yeah. but seeing her All like sort of <laughs> but seeing her like sort of get emotional and sort of bond with go at that moment i thought it was really nice because one of the few times where you actually see them as brother and sister for me anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, I guess they could forgive each other finally because, I mean, that, that slap that, that Kiriko gave was the one that broke everything. And after that is when Go went uh, all evil and dark and murky and stuff. Because yeah, mm-hmm. he, he really felt sad. actually something break between him and Kiriko. Then he, he had to go to the other place he could call family, which mm-hmm. turned out to be this homicidal maniac. Mm-hmm. But you know who was always his family? Harley Hendrickson. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> oh, I mean, that beautiful, here. beautiful man. Oh, we saw him at the end. Yeah, we saw him yeah. at the end. Good. Could I? Could I just bring up? Why did they not get Robert Baldwin to do that? I don't. I don't know. know. I don't know because because he, he's you know yeah. How much of a bike white can get and he's meant to be kind yeah, of American. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure Robert could just learn to you know get on a bike. Yeah, fake I mean, it. I mean, the the guy didn't actually ride the bicycle; it was all like CG and like yeah. shots from the side, <laughs> yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. mounted on a car. Know how to ride one? Yeah, <laughs> that was t- that mm-hmm. totally could have been Robert Baldwin. Could it yeah. should have been, yeah. definitely. He would have loved that. that awesome. I think um, they just wanted to get a somebody who had been in a Tokusatsu before, older show. Mm. He was. This is mm. yeah. He's the guy from uh, Super One. Mm-hmm. Like he created Super One in the show. Oh. Yeah, it was like a cameo thing. Yeah, Crap. yeah. That guy is still alive. Because <laughs> he was old in Super One. Oh, wow! No, you know can see how people like age and don't age. It's, yeah, it's creepy. Mm-hmm. That's true. You lucky, lucky people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, so, so wrapping up. Yeah, to so wrap up. Um, final thoughts from everybody. Uh, or was there something else you wanted to? I, uh, should we at least slightly mention the the, the drive ghost special? Oh, right. oh yes. Um, my only real I comment should... is I liked it. It was kind of like a nice epilogue to see what would happen in the movie. I like the fact that Chaser was back in it. They did it in a very nice flashbacky way. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you know they could have all three camera riders. It wasn't some mm-hmm. time, time. It was nice. Trippy, ridiculous shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a way to have them all in it, back to the you know status quo, Without them convoluting nice anything, and happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was good. I like um, that uh, Shinosuke didn't transform at all. Mm-hmm. Like you see and the belt the on him, too. and it's just like yeah. a symbolic thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and she shows that he's a police officer, and even though he cannot transform into driver anymore, he still does his job, and he still you know catches criminals and. Yeah. yeah, and he resolved the whole the the shot as well. Should we then just have a final thoughts, a round of final thoughts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's start with George. Yep. Yeah. Uh, bad show, very bad show. So, <laughs> so glad that it's over. Like you, I cannot overstate how happy I am that it's over. I dropped it after those 13 episodes. I dropped it before 13 episodes. I would pick it up in spurts and drop it. 
And then one weekend I was like, whatever, I'm just going to like marathon through this. And then I get to the Makaga stuff and I'm like, oh, this is good. This is really good. Let's keep watching. Oh, I can see why people are saying this is really good. Oh, this is the nearest stuff. We get to the climax. There's that bit where like Shinosuke takes out his gun and he's like, I'm a common Rider, but I, I can't do anything here. I'm, I'm screwed. And like, there's just like shit, this yeah. angst in the actor's face. Like you can tell, like it was he's good, really yeah. channeling mm-hmm. something deep there. And then the show mm-hmm. goes to shit again. And yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. let's balance it with Tom. Oh, um, were you done, George? Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm done. <laughs> done with everything. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> steal half of his rant and then say. <laughs> And then I liked it in the end. <laughs> uh, no, it, it definitely did not have very good first 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of weird mixed up, kind of weird plot transient, uh, tangents. And overall, I did like it a lot. I liked the characters a lot. Pretty much everybody. Um, I didn't like Gold Drive. It's just evil Kamen Rider just shoved in. Yeah, I really thought it was shoved in. Mm-hmm. Um I liked it. I wouldn't recommend this as a first Kamen Rider for some people. Mm-hmm. So no, it is, it is kitties. Um, but I would probably recommend other shows and then be like, oh, you should watch Drive. By the way, the first 20 episodes aren't that good. You know, like in Blade, <laughs> where everyone's like, oh, Blade's really good. But you know, the first 20 episodes are terrible. <laughs> the first 10 are like diabolically bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 See, this... <laughs> God, you... <laughs> okay. Deep breath, man. Deep, Deep breath, breath, dude. <laughs> that was beautiful. George is like the polar opposite of everybody's opinion. <laughs> um, no, no, uh, I'm done. Also, um, surprise future, because me and Cooney are the only two people who have watched it, because we're in Japan. Um, mm. It's quite fun. It's quite a fun movie. Cool. Oh, question, really question say, about that. So uh, I didn't watch it. Uh, Shinosuke oh, you didn't, did you? <laughs> so like, uh, what's his face? Uh, Shinosuke's son. He is the actor. Is the son of a famous martial artist. Does he actually get to call, pull off any cool fights? Ah <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> really? Seriously, it's a uh, Sonny Chiba's son, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah, Sonny Chiba's son. Um, I feel really bad for saying this, but like we went to the press event and afterwards I said the chair that he was sitting on had more stage present than he did. <laughs> oh, wow. no. It was, it was such a weirdly depressed. It wasn't that good. Yeah. I felt really bad. That's, um, um, it's not, he's not that great in it, uh, sadly. No. <laughs> Dang, that kind of reminds me of oh, No, actually, no, he's not terrible, but he mm. doesn't do any cool fights. That kind of remi- that kind of reminds me of a uh, Jackie Chan son who's not a martial artist at all, but he's a yeah. he's a decent actor, but he doesn't do much art martial arts at all. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right, my final one's done. Okay, who's next? I'm gonna pick Kay. Yay! <laughs> uh, my final thoughts are basically the opposite of what everybody else said. Cool. The beginning was great. <laughs> I knew exactly what to expect. <laughs> I was happy with it. And then somewhere about halfway through, the mood all changed, and I hated it, and it turned from Common Rider Drive into Common Rider Genocide, and then they all skipped around <laughs> in the park after they murdered everybody, and I didn't like it. <laughs> so, if you want to watch a really nice Common Rider show that you would be 
super excited to watch with your kids or nieces and nephews or younger sibling, watch Forze. Forze is the best. (laughs) I love it so much. It is common. uh, Whereas Drive was common writer uh, genocide. Um, Forze is common writer friendship. I thought you were going to pun genocide then. Did you? Or at least rhyme it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought about it. I was. I. I decided to not. Like. I decided to not go there. There's not yeah. many words you can rhyme with genocide. genocide yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> For Homicide. I. I know that. Uh, what is it? Um, I'm not the only one who uh, is like Nosan um, from Kyoryuger, but. Uh, yeah, there's, that's really all I have to say about it. it. I enjoyed Drive up until they were like, no, let's get really serious. And I said, no, please don't. And then they're like, yep, screw how you feel about it. And I went, okay, I'm just going to go watch something I like better now. <laughs> Are you happy you watched it? Or glad, at least? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can. I'm glad that I watched it because I now understand that this is a place that common writer goes, and that uh, that to me was something that I didn't quite understand because I thought that common writer would be very similar to Super Sentai mm. in terms of like tone and mood. And so when I watched this, it was like, why is there so much genocide and murder? And I don't understand. Where's my super happy fun time? I don't get it. When when that was how I felt about it, it was, everyone was pretty much like, yeah, Common Rider does that. It just gets really depressing sometimes. Yeah. My immediate response was, why am I watching it? <laughs> So to for me to know that this is a direction that Common Rider can go in, it's kind of in my mind the the best way to dip your toes into the darker side of Common Rider because it's really not as far as I'm sure it can go from like the little bit that I've seen of Gaim, it's not that bad, and <laughs> in terms of de- levels of depressing. And uh, you'll be able to see a lot of the bad things coming a mile away. And so you'll be okay in the end. Um, That being said, if you do choose to watch it, please go watch Forze immediately afterwards. (laughs) It will make you so happy. Unless unless you watch things because you want to cry and be upset (laughs) and mad at humanity. In which case, watch Drive. Heck, watch it with someone like Michael Nixon, who is going to like be the best person to complain about humanity with. Please do that for yourself. Yeah, and too bad we couldn't I, I mean, have him today. Right? I'm so sad that he's not here today because I was so looking forward to just complaining about the current state of humanity and just... I, I, I Nixon, you failed me. You failed me. I've enjoyed talking with the rest of you. And you are all amazing and wonderful, but he has failed by failing to show up. (laughs) It's It's so much failure. She's slagging someone else off, but gives us a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so... (laughs) 
<laughs> I have talked for far too long. So much, so much coming out of my mouth uh, at this point. Kitty, but yes. Pick. Yes. Pick who next does final thoughts. One of the two Mexicans. Yes. Two Mexicans. To what? I can't Sorry, be Mexican. No, 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 no. The first Mexican had done this. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and guess who didn't get to pick who came next? Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, yes, your turn. Your turn, yes. Oh, wow. Okay, well, despite the fact that I, I I at least enjoyed looking forward to the next episode for the last half of the show, that doesn't mean that this is a good show. This is still a bad show. I, <laughs> it, The fact that you have to wait, like, over 20 episodes for anything to happen means that it's not a good show. And it's something that's... I think people have been noticing happening recently. It's I guess it's happened always, but it's become more frequent nowadays with between Sentai and Kamen Rider where it doesn't start to pick up until the mid twenties, I guess. Um But yeah, I, I I don't know. It I had a lot of hope for it. I liked that it I was hoping that we'd get more of the police you know, detective stories kind of thing like i was hoping that we'd get more of that and you see bits of that in like the mirror arc and stuff like that but the fact that all the cases in the first 20 episodes were just absolutely boring and i didn't care about any of them like that just disappointed me so much and mm-hmm. yeah i i like i always say if it's a good suit it's gonna be a crappy show so <laughs> <laughs> i i feel like I probably have exactly the same opinion as Yaz if I'd watched it every week. Uh, because I oh, cheated by watching 30 it, yeah. in like two weeks. So, uh, yeah. yeah. W- watching this show every week probably was torture. Yeah. Just like Wizard was. It was. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus Christ, just do something, goddammit. Like, that first, t- yeah. up until 26, like, I, I, I stopped watching it, like, once, like, I think 16 or 17. And then once everybody starts saying, oh, my God, episode 25 is where it starts to get really good. That's when I was like, okay, I might as well marathon it, and it was such a chore to marathon those mm-hmm. like last ten or so episodes, so bad. And see, go ahead. I was just gonna say I uh, stopped watching after the first podcast, so I stopped at thirteen, and then I waited until episode forty-seven was out, <laughs> and I binged it in a couple of days. I, wow, that must have been intense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was very ready for it to be over by the end of day three. <laughs> I wanted to be done. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I I'd say I would not recommend this to anybody. Really, I think it's a not that bad, not that good of a show. I it, you have better shows to watch. Uh, and now Puni. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. Uh, well, I I agree. Um. Well, with most of uh, the people in this uh, nice podcast today, I think that the two main, well, the, the arc with Makaki and the arc with Nina were the best of the show. I don't think it's a bad show. I think it's more of a, you know, bumpy show. It's really regular, both in quality, in pace, and in in uh, rhythm. I mm-hmm. think there, there were a couple of underwhelming things, including Banno and the last four episodes. If those were, ex- were had been executed better, I think we would have a very uh, a much better ending. And I think I don't see where Banno came from. I, I'm sorry to bring it up so late, but I don't see where Banno came from. I would have stuck with Mac again, maybe integrate Banno's character there, and I would think that would have been a better uh, structure. Anyway, I liked it. I wouldn't watch it again. <laughs> I would not rec- no, no, no. To be honest, I mean, it's not. 
it's a bit too boring, to be honest. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would not recommend this the first show. I will recommend it. To, I will recommend to watch it because those two acts, as I said, are very much uh, <clears throat> worth the wait. The acting is good. The writing is good. Everything is good about those. Shinosuke's actor general, is actually really good. Sorry? Shinosuke's actor is actually pretty good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. many, many, many good actors. Mm-hmm. And many enjoyable bits. Mm. But yeah, uh, if I were to rate it, it would be like 6 out of 10, maybe. That's high. Wow, that's very yeah. generous. <laughs> uh, so, yes, take us home. Alrighty then, this is another episode of the Tokusatsu Network Podcast, or the Tokunet Podcast, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you can visit us at tokusatsunetwork.com. Um, our podcast is on Podbean at tokusatsunetwork.podbean.com. It's also on iTunes. Please rate and like the podcast. Give us constructive criticism. Um, yeah. Also, we yeah. are listening, and we do our best. We promise. Yeah, and we are integrating what you're telling us. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at the Tokenet. Uh, you can follow us on Tumblr. Uh, we also have a Facebook mm-hmm. page. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, which Tom and Kuhn work on. Subscribe, please subscribe. Subscribe, please subscribe. We need more subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe. And a. Uh, there's <laughs> interviews and live coverage, all English. Yeah, live lots of good of stuff is coming. Lots of good stuff. Interviews with great people. You have seen how many people we have gotten. We've got not better people, just as great people. So, you know, just keep keep going in there with us. Yes, cool. we, we don't have enough time to interview the amount of people that we have. Exactly. That is our current problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, right. yeah. And, oh, quick shout out to Jacob, our uh, editor podcast editor yeah uh he's he's been doing an awesome job with the podcast Mm -hmm. and you can also he has a website qtimes.com go check it out i also do some writing and some podcasting and live streaming over there so come on hang out we talk about other nerdy stuff like comic books and video games and tabletop games and generally most gaming related things awesome yes guess what you got you forgot to mention again. wait (laughs) <laughs> what the donate button? No, what? you jackwag in the forums. Oh yeah, well you do that. Hang on, hang on. What about the donate button? Oh my god, I will. Kill you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, settle down, children. We have a forums forums dot com. Come over, you know, register, get a screen name, talk to us. We we have a we we have a growing community where we talk about a mm-hmm. whole bunch of crap. Do it. And it's a place where you can actually directly have conversations with us sometimes about various Tokusatsu-related topics. So come on to the forums, hang out, chat with us. We'll all have a very good time. Forums.tokusatsunetwork.com Yes, forums.tokusatsunetwork.com Oh yeah, and you have a donate button on the main page. And you can chip in, you know, whatever you feel like it. Today, for example, buy us a cup of coffee after the podcast. But mm-hmm. be sure that no. But be sure to remember that this is all going towards our jet that we're gonna get at some point. <laughs> mm-hmm. It'll, it could also pay for a tra- a train ticket to a press event, for example. Also yes. the jet. Most of the jet, though. 
and the jet is yeah, still yeah. not going to be called the oh, Houston. No, it is. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You came in late. Nope. You cannot change the name. And with that, thank you so much for listening to our podcast at the tokusatsunetwork.com. Thank you so much for sticking around with us through all of our shenanigans. And we hope that you have a lovely time until we see you again. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. See, I was going to say all that, but then she said it better. (laughs) (laughs) I had to say what she did. (laughs) Surprise! Sega Ichu Datwa!